right, all right, okay, okay. What's up, everybody? It's LJ Talks. Facts right here, Smith Facts. Like always, of course, hope you guys are enjoying your Tuesday afternoon. So far, I'm doing pretty good. This is my week nine predictions for the 2022 NFL season. So I went nine and six with my predictions in week eight. Let's see how I do here in week nine. I just want to bring up the teams that are not playing this week. We have six teams that aren't playing this week. And those teams will be the Cleveland Browns, my Dallas Cowboys, the Denver Broncos, the New York Giants, the Pittsburgh Steelers, and the San Francisco 49ers. That's all the teams that are not playing this week. Let's not waste any more time. Let's get right into the action. The first game of the week right here on Thursday Night Football on Amazon Prime. <sighs> we got the Philadelphia Eagles, who are still undefeated, taking on the Houston Texans. So who would have thought this was a great idea right here? We knew the Eagles were going to be good this year. Honestly, I didn't expect them to be undefeated going into week nine. We all knew the Houston Texans were going to be bad. And the fact that this game is on prime time is ridiculous. It really is. I think this could be the lowest rated Amazon Prime game of the year, honestly. Because no one's really going to care. The only people that are going to care are Eagle fans and Texan fans. If you're like a diehard casual, you're not going to watch this game. You're just not. Or if you are going to watch this game, it's only going to be for Jalen Hurts. That's it. That's it. What's there to care about for the Texans? There's nothing. So there's nothing I can really even say about this game, honestly, other than the Eagles are still undefeated. They just blew out the Pittsburgh Steelers two days ago. And the Texans are coming off losing only by a touchdown to Tennessee. So, I mean, would I like to hope that the Texans could knock off Philly on Thursday? Absolutely. And it could happen. They could catch them on an off night. You never know. It happens. It happens to the best of teams. It's very unlikely. And the Eagles are 13.5 points favored in this game. They're on the road for this game. That's unreal to see, honestly. It almost is. I mean, the Eagles are just that damn good. And the Texans are that just damn bad. It's just the truth. Like I said, I expect the Houston to be really bad this year, but I didn't expect Philly to still be undefeated. Like maybe I expect them to be like four and three or five and two at this point. But seven and zero, oh, I'll give them a lot of credit. I will give them a lot of credit. I'll give them credit on that one. So breaking down this game right here, there's nothing really much to break down other than the Eagles are, you know, still undefeated, obviously, and the Texans suck. So there's nothing really to say about this game other than uh, the Philadelphia Eagles are going to win. They're going to be 8-0 after this game, sadly. I'm rooting for Houston hard in this game on Thursday, but we all know what's going to happen. The Eagles are going to win. I mean, I've been I've been wrong, though, with a lot of the Thursday night games here. I don't think I've gotten any Thursday night game correct this year so far. I don't think I have. And I would like to hope that I'm not right with this game. I really would like to hope that I'm not. But, of course, I'm not going to be biased and say, oh, yeah, the Texans are going to win because I hate the Eagles. Like, no. you got to be realistic. The Eagles are going to win this game. Hopefully I'm wrong. I'd love to be wrong. I would love to be wrong. They get their first loss, and that'd be huge. Because then we only be one game behind them. They win this game, well, then it turns back, it turns back to two games. So, because they'd be 8-0. But, um... No, well, listen, I got to praise the Eagles, though, the way that they're playing. You know, A.J. Brown has been huge for them in the receiving core. Jalen Hurts is playing like a superstar quarterback. You know, he really is. 
Their defense has been spectacular, especially adding Robert Quinn. That's huge. You know, they're a dangerous team. They are a dangerous football team. You know, a lot of people are trying to, like, discredit what they've done this year. I mean, how could you actually discredit what they've done? I think Nick Serrani's really turned them around, honestly. You know, they're good. They are a good football team. They're an elite football team. I'm, you think you think it makes me proud to say that? No, but I'm going to keep it real with you guys. I'm not going to lie. I think they're an elite football team. That's my honest opinion. I think they are an elite football team. They're still undefeated. Can they go undefeated the rest of the way? I mean, they very much could. They're very talented enough to do it. I just think once they hit, I just think once they hit December, the schedule is going to get tougher for them. Because, like I mentioned yesterday, talking about my Cowboys beating the Bears, and talking about the Eagles' schedule the rest of the way in December. You know, they got Tennessee. Like I said, if you can't stop Derrick Henry, you're not winning that game. You got the Giants twice, and you got us on Christmas Eve. It's going to be tough. And the Saints might be a little bit iffy right there. 50-50, they'll give them a fight. You know, if they keep Kamara and Michael Thomas is healthy because the Saints are still very much alive for the NFC South. So that'll be a tough one too. So, I mean, the only, you could say, like, easy game for Philly is probably the Bears, honestly. Because, you know, even in November, they got to play the Colts. The Colts will be tough. The Packers, it's still Rodgers. you got to watch out for that. And before they play... Before they play the Colts, they do got to play Washington next Monday, the next Monday night game after this one on the 14th. That's a division, you know, division game. Division games are always tough, so you never know. But we'll see. But at the end of Thursday night's game, the Philadelphia Eagles will still be undefeated as I'm picking them to beat the Houston Texans. Well, hopefully the Texans can surprise a lot of people, including me. That makes me very happy. So now getting to our first Sunday game of Week 9, we have the L.A. Chargers taking on the first place, Atlanta Falcons. Oh, my God. I can't believe I'm actually saying that this year. Holy shit. I actually cannot believe it. So the Chargers, the last time we saw them was back in week seven. They're coming off losing to the Seahawks by two touchdowns. The Atlanta Falcons are coming off a thrilling victory over the Carolina Panthers back on Sunday. If only DJ Moore, though, if he doesn't rip off his helmet when he scored the game-tying touchdown... Panero most likely makes the extra point. So it would have been the 15, and it got pushed back to the 30. I mean, granted, you know, Panero probably should have still made it. And then he missed a kick in overtime. So, I mean, in reality, Carolina should be in first place right now. They really should. But Atlanta, man, they've had, you know, I know they're 4-4. Four and four, And you're going to say, how can you say they've had a hell of a season? Because I want to say they've had a hell of a season, honestly. They really have. They're much better than I expected, too, honestly. I expect them to be one of the worst teams in the league. They're 4-4. Four and four. And like Mariota, I think he played his, I would say that was his best game against Carolina. That's good to see out of Mariota. That is good to see. And I thought after they lost Cordell Patterson, I thought they were completely done. But they're playing hard football, man. You got to give them credit. Their defense is better than last year's, honestly. You know, their offense, I would say, is it's really improved. I mean, if Matt Ryan was still there, would they be better than what they are? Who knows? Mariota... He ain't doing too bad, honestly. He is what you expect out of him. You expect him to be very average. That's what he's been. But he can elevate at being decent. Now you're facing a really good Chargers defense. You're facing a really good Chargers defense. I know J.C. Jackson's out. You know, he's had a pretty bad season, honestly. So hopefully he recovers well. We'll see him back on the field soon. You know, still don't worry about that pass rush. That pass rush of the Chargers is still very dangerous with Khalil Mack and Joey Bosa. That's the main concern right there. Of course, Derwin James in the secondary. So it's going to be a hard one for the Falcons. Now you got, you're in first place. Now you got to keep it. It ain't going to be no cakewalk against the Chargers. The Chargers have been such a weird team because they could be so much better than what they are. 
You know, right now they sit at four and three. I think they are still in a playoff spot, if I'm not mistaken. Let me check the playoff standings. Yeah, they, yeah, they got the third wild card spot. I think they honestly will make it to the playoffs, and they should honestly. And I want to see them go to the playoffs. I want to. I really want to see Herbert get to the playoffs, honestly. And the Chargers are just talented from head to toe. You know, with Herbert, with Eckler, and, um, Allen, Mack, and Bosa, and James. They're just a talented team overall. Mike Williams, too, an underrated wide receiver for them. I want to see them go very far. But what I say, their head coach, Stanley, he's going to hold them back. That's what I said. He's going to hold them back, and that's exactly what he's doing. I said it. But they should win this game, the Chargers, but you can't take the Falcons lightly because now they got first place. They got a lot of momentum. And even the games the Falcons have lost in, those games they should have won. They should be better than 4-4. Four and four. They really should. But, hey, listen, they're in first place. I can't discredit what they've done. Got to give them a lot of credit. Got to give them a lot of credit. And who says the Falcons can't be a dangerous, a dangerous team coming out of the NFC? Who says they're not? Who says they're not? They played hard-nosed football the whole season. You let them you let them get hot, they could do something special. I'm not saying they'll make a Super Bowl run. You know, but you don't think the Falcons here in the organization every day blowing the 28-3 lead five years ago in the Super Bowl. They've been hearing that every day on the shore. And you're going to feel bad for the guys that were there that are still there on this team right now. They want to fucking win. They want to win. And listen, who says they can't? Teams get hot at the right time. They could be a huge underdog team in the playoffs. and They could surprise a lot of people. They honestly could. We know they've been notorious chokers in the playoffs. We know that. We know that for a fact. But things eventually do change. No team just loses forever, honestly. But back to this game right here. I think the Falcons will give the Chargers a fight. They've given teams fight every game this year, honestly. In all eight games they played in, they have fought. They have fought every game. But I think the Chargers, they are the better team, obviously. They're a way better team. Falcons will give them a challenge. But in the end, I got the LA Chargers bouncing back and getting a big win. And I mean big win over the Falcons. Now getting to the next game right here, we have the Miami Dolphins taking on the Chicago Bears. The Miami Dolphins, they've bounced back in a huge way since Tua's come back. Beating the Steelers and beating the Lions. Tua... A little bit shaky against Pittsburgh. Looked a lot better against Detroit. Well, Detroit's defense is not that good. The Steelers' defense is still fairly... Oh, they did get blown up by Philly, but, you know. You know what I mean? Their defense is still not that bad. Um, but they bounced back in a huge way, the uh, the Dolphins. They have bounced back in a huge way. You love to see it out of Tua, you know, after everything he's went through this season. Dolphins should be better than 5-3, and three, but, listen, they're still in the wild card spot. I think they could very much go to the playoffs. I think so. It looked like they were going to win the division when they were 3-0, and but they mismanaged, you know, Tua's concussion. So that really cost them right there. That, probably did, that most likely did cost them the division, and I think it did, which, you know, it sucks for them, honestly. You know, because Tua, when he's played, he overall has not been that bad. And Tua's gotten a lot of shit from people. He has gotten a lot of shit. People say, oh, Tua sucks. He's a bust. I thought, like, he could be a bust, honestly. But this year, you know, with Tyree Kill, honestly, like, he's turned into a different quarterback. His arm has gotten better. He's good. He's, he's, he's having a good season. you got to admit, he's having a good season. Now you're facing the Bears, who are a weaker team now. Their defense is so much weaker now. They don't have Robert Quinn because he's in Philly now. They don't have Raquan Smith. They just traded him to the Ravens yesterday. So their defense is so weak. Their secondary is weak. 
And on a pass rushes week, the Dolphins really should not have a problem in this game. The Dolphins' defense is good. They should be able to contain the Bears. They should really be able to contain the Bears. And I mean, overall, despite everything that's happened with the Dolphins, when Tua's played, they've been a fun team to watch. And the Dolphins' defense, I feel like, has been good all season, honestly. They've been a fun team to watch when Tua has played. I think Mike McDaniels really changed the culture out there, honestly. I didn't really know what to think of the hire of him, but he's done pretty good so far. And I think at the end of the day right here on Sunday, they'll beat the Chicago Bears. They'll win their third straight game in a row. They'll be 6-3. and three, And they'll ride high, leaving Chicago. Next game right here, we have the Carolina Panthers taking on the Cincinnati Bengals. The Carolina Panthers, man, I was just talking about them a few minutes ago. If DJ Moore doesn't take off his helmet right there after he caught the game-tying touchdown, Panthers probably win that game. I mean, again, granted, Panera could probably still miss the kick. But it's a lot easier from the 15-yard line than it is from the 30. It's a little bit less pressure, honestly. But, man, that was some finish, though. That was some finish to that game. That game was very entertaining between the Panthers and the Falcons. It was back and forth. Great game. Could be up there for game of the year, honestly. Very much could. P.J. Walker, man, I think he's the real deal. He played good against Tampa Bay. He played good against Atlanta, especially making that throw to D.J. Moore. That was a crazy throw. This guy was in the XFL not too long ago, and look at him now. I was telling my boys a few nights ago, or back on Sunday, I think he could have a Kurt Warner type of story, P.J. Walker, honestly. Where he kind of comes out of nowhere and takes the lead by storm. I could be wrong. I could be wrong, but I see a lot of potential out of this kid. I see a lot of potential. Because I don't think Baker's making that throw. I don't think Sam's making that throw. That was a really good throw by P.J. They deserve to win that game, but you know what? It is what it is. But now you're facing a Bengals team who just got embarrassed on Monday night last night by the Cleveland Browns. Very shocking, honestly. The Browns embarrassed Cincinnati. That was embarrassing. Cincinnati's been... They've been such a weird team, honestly. I mean, I know they're 4-2 since they started off 0-2, but they could be so much better. Their record should be so much better than what it is. I don't think Zach Taylor's a good head coach, honestly. I think he's holding them back. He'd say, well, they got the Super Bowl last year. They got hot last year. They got hot. They need, a, they need a different head coach, honestly. Zach Taylor's not that guy. He's not. They peaked last year. This year, no. You need a veteran head coach, honestly. Zach Taylor is not that guy. If you want to be a coordinator, fine. Head coach, no, he's not that guy. I'm sorry, but he's not. You know, first year I can understand, you know, being a rookie head coach, rookie quarterback. You know, you're going to have your hiccups right there. Actually, was he, Zach, was he the head coach in 2019, actually? Let me actually take a look at that. I don't want to get that wrong. Because I think he's been there. I believe he's been there since 2019. I'm going to take a quick look. Because I'm trying to think, when did Marvin Lewis leave? Let's see, Zach Taylor. He became the head coach. Yeah, since 2019. So he's been there since 2019. Okay. So he was 2-14 in his first year. He was 2-14. Who was the starting quarterback that year for Cincinnati? Was it? It was Dalton. Yeah, I forgot it was Dalton's. What the fuck? And they were 4-11-1. In 2020, they were 10 and 7 last year. That's where they peaked, and they're 4 and 4 this year. Zach Taylor's record overall is 20, 35 and 1. That's bad. That is bad. You can get the first year, honestly. Okay, fine. The Bengals weren't a good team. They were rebuilding. Fair. They drafted Burrow. You know, Burrow got hurt. That's a setback. They drafted Jamar Chase. Last year, got him involved. They were a better team last year, honestly. They could have been better than 10 and 7. 
that got the Super Bowl. I mean, granted, Zach Taylor out coach Andy Reid in the championship game, honestly, when you want to when you want to think of it, he did. Gotta give him credit. When the Super Bowl, Bengals probably should have won. They choked in the end. They probably should have won that game. They definitely should have won the Super Bowl last year. I'll sit by here and I'll I'll stand by here and say that. They should have won the Super Bowl last year. But I just don't think Zach Taylor is a good head coach. You can't go from going to the Super Bowl last year. You can't go from going to the Super Bowl last year to completely underperforming this year. You just can't do that. You just can't. I mean, I know the, the Bengals season's not over. They're only, I think, half a game out of a wild card spot. So they can very much get in there. They could still probably go after the division. They're only a game behind Baltimore. But you got to keep up with them now. you got to keep up because Baltimore's getting hot right now. They just got Roquan Smith on their defense. They're getting hot at the right time. Bengals are getting pulled at the wrong time right here. You should have beaten Cleveland last year. They're a much better team than Cleveland. But Cleveland caught them. They caught them last night. That was pitiful out of Cincinnati. Pitiful. I think no matter what happens with Cincinnati, whether they, whether they go to the playoffs, or let's say they win the Super Bowl, let's just say that, or they miss the playoffs, you got to still get rid of Zach Taylor because he's just not that guy. He's not. You have all this talent right here, and you can't coach him. He's not the guy. You need a veteran head coach to go in there for Burrow. I'm sorry, but you do. You just do. But with this game right here, who will bounce back? I think the Cincinnati Bengals will bounce back in a big way. We've seen them bounce back from a primetime loss when they got beat by the Ravens. They fucking blew out Atlanta. I'm not going to say they'll blow out Carolina, even though they kind of should, because Carolina's defense is not good, honestly. Cincinnati, I think, will win this game. I'm picking them to beat Carolina and get a big bounce-back win. And now we have an NFC North matchup right here. We have the Green Bay Packers against the Detroit Lions. Man, it's the Packers who started off 3-1 and one this year, have lost four games in a row, losing to the Giants, the Jets, the Commanders, and the Bills. So now this is their last game on their road trip now. They go into Detroit. And Detroit, we know they've lost five in a row, so they start off one and one. I thought Detroit was going to be, you know, a little bit something special this year. I thought wrong. I thought wrong, honestly. I thought Detroit was going to make a nice little run, but eh, I was wrong. Detroit almost beat Miami, and here's the thing. Here's the thing with the uh, the Lions. I like Dan Campbell. I like his attitude. I don't think he's the guy going forward as the head coach. I don't think he is. Like, the guy's got great energy and shit. That's good and all, but you're one and six. And last year, what were they? Were they, uh, were they three and 14 last year, I think, something like that? Or two and 15, whatever they were? I mean, that's pretty bad. That's worse than Zach Taylor in his first couple of years, honestly. It really is. I mean, Campbell's got good attitude. I like it. Or I said, I love it, honestly. I love seeing that out of a head coach, but. I just don't think he's the guy going forward. Like the same thing with Jared Goff. I don't think he's the right quarterback going forward. I think Bryce Young or whoever's up, whoever's going to be up there in the 2023 NFL draft class is the guy going forward. Because the Lions, they do have some really good pieces on offense, like I mentioned. Like with DeAndre Swift and St. Brown. you got really good pieces right there. You just need the quarterback. It's nothing against Goff. Goff is a system quarterback. He hasn't been all that bad, but he's not the guy going forward. That's how I see it. So this game right here, whose losing streak will come to an end? The Packers, four-game losing streak or the Lions, five-game losing streak. We know Rodgers owned the Lions basically his whole career. It's here in Detroit. 
I mean, it won't be a blowout win like it usually is for Green Bay because obviously we know they're a lot weaker than what they are. But in the end, right here, they own Detroit. I'm going to go with the Green Bay Packers right here to beat the pa- uh, beat themselves. Oh, my God. So I got the Packers beating the Lions right here, and they will snap their four-game losing streak. Next matchup right here, we have the Indianapolis Colts taking on the New England Patriots. The Colts, man, they are such a weird fucking team. They are so weird. They tied with the Texans in week one. You got shut out by the Jags in week two. You somehow beat the Chiefs in week three. They've made a little bit of a decent run. Now you've went backwards. They just lost the Commanders. That guy Sam was playing quarterback as Matt Ryan got benched, so I don't know if Matt Ryan is going to play. If he's going to play the Sunday in New England, I, I don't know. I mean, the Colts are so weird, honestly. They're so weird. They need the quarterback going forward because they've had the quarterback roulette the last few years. Like, you know, with Andrew Luck retiring, you had Brissett, you had fucking Rivers. I think Brissett came back. Actually, no, it wasn't. No, Brissett didn't come back. Uh, my bad. So after, so I got it all right here. After uh, Luck retired, it was Brissett, Rivers, and then it was Wentz. Now it's Ryan, now it's his kid Sam. And you might as well give Nick Foles a shot, honestly. Nick Foles... Other backup out there. I don't know why he didn't start against Washington. That would have made more sense. He might as well just have him start. He might as well. That's all that I gotta say. Like, give him a shot. Let's see what he can do. That's all that I have to say. And the Patriots, man, only half a game. Actually, no. Um, yeah, actually, they are half a game out of a wild card spot. They're good. They can't, they're coming off a big win against the Jets, and they've been so weird as well. The Patriots. They just got embarrassed on Monday night by Chicago. And they just went to the Meadowlands, the MetLife Stadium, to beat the Jets. I mean, they've won 13 straight now against the Jets. So, I mean, it's not surprising that they beat the Jets. But I thought the Jets were going to be a lot better in this game against New England. I honestly thought they were going to be a lot better. I honestly thought they were going to be a lot better. But we'll get to the Jets. It's the Jets in just a couple minutes. But, um... I don't, I don't know what to say about these two teams. They're so weird. They really are weird. Like, one week they're good, the next week they're trash. So the Colts were trash last week. Are they going to be good this week? And the Patriots were good on Sunday. They're going to be bad against the Colts now? They're so weird, both of these teams. It's just, it doesn't make sense. I mean, a lot of people give Mac Jones a lot of shit. I've been one of his defenders, honestly. I'm not trying to defend the guy. I know a lot of people don't like him because, you know, New England, you know, whatever the fuck. I mean, he's not going to be the next Tom Brady. You know, he never is. There's not going to be another Tom Brady. There just never will be. Mac Jones isn't really all that bad. I think if you get the guy some weapons, on offense you get rid of Aguilar and get, like, a somewhat decent wide receiver. Like, if you gave him, like, a a Jerry Judy, who is decent but at times can be very good, or if you get him a really good wide receiver, DJ Moore, that elevates him. I honestly think that. Or even say, let's say OBJ signs there when he's healthy. Let's say the Patriots have a winning record and OBJ wants to sign there. That elevates Mac Jones. It does. It absolutely does. Absolutely. That's what he needs. He needs a a really good receiver. Or at least a decent wide receiver that can elevate him. Brandon Cooks is another guy, too. He was in New England not too long ago, a few years ago. That's another guy that can elevate him. There you go. There you go on that one. 
all I gotta say. But with this game right here, I think it's gonna be kind of low scoring. Honestly, I don't expect you know, I don't expect the scoreboard to light up in this game. I expect it to be very close because both defenses are good. The Colts defense is good, and so is the Patriots defense. So I think it'll be a defensive game right here. And in the end, I have the New England Patriots beating the Colts. And the Patriots, at the end of the day, could be in a playoff spot, so who knows? It's crazy to think of. It's crazy. It's crazy to think of that way, honestly. But now we got an AFC East matchup right here between the Buffalo Bills and the New York Jets. The Bills have won four straight games in a row, coming off beating the Packers back on Sunday night. Josh Allen did struggle a little bit. He had two interceptions. I mean, granted, the Packers defense is good. The Packers defense is the best part of this year, so I understand him struggling a little bit. But now, I mean, you're facing the Jets right here. The Jets are coming off getting embarrassed by New England. When in reality, the Jets should be 6-2. and two. But the Jets can very much be 5-5 five and five before they play Chicago. Because the Bills game right here, man. I mean, if the Jets win this game, that's huge. That's huge. They very much could win. Very much could. They very much could. But if you lose to Buffalo, you got the bye week. Then you got to go to New England. you got to go to Foxborough to play the Patriots. Uh, I don't know, I gotta agree with Michael K said yesterday on the Michael K show they were talking about the Jets for a little bit. He said the Jets, like the rest of the team, has progressed quicker than Zach Wilson. And you have people calling in saying Zach Wilson's a boss, start Mike White, start Mike White. Do you guys not remember what Mike White did last year against Buffalo? He threw four interceptions. Come on, let's be real right here. Let's be real. I'm not saying Zach Wilson's gonna go out there and blow out the Bills. I'm not saying that at all. I still think Zach Wilson is that guy. I don't think he's going to be what Sam Darnold was. I think Zach Wilson is going to be fine. Has he progressed slower? Absolutely he has. But I think he's going to get better. I think he's going to get better, honestly. I mean, and again, I got to agree with Michael K. The team has improved quicker than he has. The defense has. The offense has all around. He's the only guy that has improved. Of course, the coach all around, Robert Sala. I think he's a good head coach, in my honest opinion. You know... But you're not going to start Mike White. Well, let's let's stop with let's stop with that. Okay, listen. He had a nice story against the Bengals last year. That was nice. But what do you do against Buffalo? What do you do against Buffalo? Didn't do a goddamn thing. Threw four interceptions. I don't even think he threw a touchdown. So let's stop with the whole Mike White agenda over Zach Wilson. Let's just let's cut the shit on that one. Okay. I hope that Zach Wilson can succeed in this league because I think he's going to be good. I honestly think he's going to be good. That's what I think, honestly. That's honestly how I feel. And I want to bring up one thing. I think Josh Allen this year, I think he might win the MVP, honestly. I think he might. Because with Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady out of the picture for this year, I think Josh Allen might take it. I think he might. I think he just might. But in reality, this game is still tough for the Bills. You're going to tell, what, it's the Jets. I mean, but the Jets' defense has gotten better. You know what I mean? Their defense has gotten a lot better. If Sauce Gardner can lock down Stephon Diggs, it could be a long day for Buffalo. It could be. You never want to underestimate your opponent right here. The Jets could surprise you. This really isn't the same Jets team from last year that, you know, if I'm Zach Wilson right here, i got to be fired up going into this game. Or somebody's got to get in his ear and fire him up and say, listen, man, we have a shot at making the playoffs. They're the number one wild card team right now. You don't want to crumble now. You could legit make it to the playoffs. Because things could change. The Jets could be out of that wild card spot after Sunday. They very much could. 
they very much could. If everything doesn't go their way, they could be out of that spot. And who knows if they get it back? Who knows if they get it back? You're not going to get the division. You're not going to get the division. Even if the Jets somehow win this game, okay, you're one game behind Buffalo, I still can't see them winning the division. I just can't see it. I'd like to be, I want to see the Jets win the division, though. I do. I just don't think they will. The Jets are far away from winning the division at this stage. Just get your wild card spot. And listen, the Bengals were a wild card team last year. They went to the Super Bowl. I'm not saying the Jets can make that kind of run, but they're very capable of doing it. Zach Wilson needs to elevate himself. Like I said, somebody's got to get in his ear and say, listen, man, we have a chance of going to the playoffs right here. You've got to fire up and be ready. Surprise people on Sunday. Get, get, a, get a legend to talk to him or something. Get your name at the talk to him. Anybody, any Jets legend, any Jets legend that's been there before. Get anybody in there. Get Bart Scott in his ear and tell him to fire up. Like, Let's go. That's what you got to do. Surprise people on Sunday. I guarantee you, MetLife Stadium will be shaking if they win this game. Shaking. They need this one. They need this one more than the Bills do. Honestly, the Bills lose. It doesn't hurt them as much. I mean, you know, if the Dolphins win, then they're 6-3, so it kind of does. But I still think the Bills, no matter what happens in this game, they're going to win the division. But overall, though, with this game, I am going to go with the Buffalo Bills to beat the New York Jets. I still think it's going to be close because the Jets' defense. But hopefully Zach Wilson goes out there and proves a lot of people wrong. I'm not saying he's got to go out there and throw 400, 500 yards and throw six touchdowns. I'm not saying that at all. Just be a good quarterback. And the Bills' defense is nothing to be, you know, messed with, right? The Bills' defense is good. But you can take advantage of them. They, they are beatable. They lost to Miami. They are beatable. They're not undefeated. They're beatable. You can beat them. Like I said, you got to get some legends in his ear and say, let's go now. It's time to fire up, kid. That's it. Get to him. Get into his head and say, let's go. But overall, though, I still got the Bills winning this game. Next game right here, we have the Minnesota Vikings taking on the Washington Commanders. The Minnesota Vikings at 6-1 coming off, beating the Arizona Cardinals back on Sunday. Vikings offense looks completely strong. Their defense still strong as well, honestly. The Commanders right here winning back-to-back games, beating the Packers, and now just beating the Colts back on Sunday. Taylor Heineke, man. This kid has been something in this league. When his number's been called on, honestly, he's come to play. He's really come to play, Taylor Heineke. And he just did that. He's done that the last two weeks. So Taylor Heineke's kind of like, he's almost kind of like a game manager, honestly, you want to think about it, because he's not fancy. He's not fancy. His arm is whatever, but he wins games. He's won games for Washington. And even when he was in the wild card game against the Bucks back in January of 2021, even though they lost, he didn't play all that bad, honestly. Washington almost beat Tampa Bay. They almost beat them. Could you imagine if Tampa would have lost to a no-name team? Could you just imagine that? That would have been embarrassing. Embarrassing. Could you just imagine that? I mean, Taylor Heineke, again, he did not play all that bad in that game. He really didn't. And, I mean, he's looked good ever since his number's been called on for Washington. He's 2-0 right now. This is a big one, though, against Minnesota. This is going to be a big one against Minnesota, though. Kirk Cousins going back into FedEx Field. I don't know, has he been back to FedEx Field yet since he left? Because he went to Minnesota after the 2017 season. 
I'm not sure if he's been in Washington. Well, it's not Washington, you know. It's Maryland. I'm not sure if he's been to FedEx Field since then. I don't know if he has. He may have been. He may have been. I'm trying to think. He probably has. Um, but honestly, with Washington, though, I mean, they're getting hot at the right time. All NFC's teams right here, there's no team below 500. I think that will change come Sunday. Because obviously Minnesota's the better team. Can Washington beat them? They're very capable of doing it, honestly. And Washington surprised me against Green Bay and the Colts. They really did. They really did. But getting into this game right here, though. I think Washington honestly will give Minnesota a fight. I think they will. But in the end, the Vikings are the way better team. Way better team in this game. Way better team. So in the end, though, I got the Minnesota Vikings win this game. They'll be 7-1 headed into Buffalo. So now we get to our last 1 o'clock game. This is kind of a lackluster one. We have the Las Vegas Raiders and the Jacksonville Jaguars. I thought the Raiders were back, honestly, if they beat the Texans. But they put up a donut against the Saints. Lost 24 to nothing. You have all that talent on offense. You have Derek Carr, who's an underrated quarterback. You have Josh Jacobs, who's an underrated wide receiver. You have Hunter Renfro, who's a serviceable wide receiver. You have Darren Waller, who's a star tight end. You have Devontae Adams, who's probably the best wide receiver in this game. And you put up zero points against this New Orleans Saints team. A New Orleans Saints team that could very much still win the NFC South. You put up zero points with all that talent. All that talent that you got, you put up zero. How is that possible? How is that fucking possible? There's legit no way you could do that. No way you could do that. Absolutely no way. No way you could do that at all. That's all that I got to say. Unreal. Unfucking real. Unreal. And with the Jaguars, they've lost five in a row. They've lost five in a row ever since they beat the Chargers. They blew out the Chargers back in week three. And ever since then, they've lost five straight games. Trevor Lawrence did not look good against Denver right there, especially on that last drive that they had. Didn't look good. So this is a lackluster one, honestly. I think the Raiders are the better team going into this game. There's, there's, there's nothing else much to say. There's really not. The Raiders should be better than what they are. And I'm sorry, the Jags should be better than what they are too. After you beat the Chargers, after you blew them out in their home, which was very unexpected, they should have been better after that. They honestly should have. So with this game, though, honestly, it's going to be, I don't know, it's the lackluster game to talk about. I got the Las Vegas Raiders winning, though. But again, I'm still very surprised with all that talent that the Raiders have that they still put up zero points against the Saints. Unreal. But now let's get to our first of two 4 o'clock games, only two 4 o'clock games. 
on uh, Sunday. We have an NFC West matchup of the Seattle Seahawks and the Arizona Cardinals. These two teams play each other back on October 16th. The Seahawks won 19-9. How about them Seahawks, though, honestly? They're 5-3, coming off beating the Giants 27-13. Got to give this team a lot of credit, man. Got to give this team a lot of credit. You know, Pete Carroll is still a good head coach. Geno Smith has really elevated himself, honestly. You know, he was always like a mediocre kind of quarterback. That's not a knock on him, but it's the truth. But look how he's revived his career here in Seattle. Got to give the guy a lot of credit. I tip my cap to them. The Seahawks are such a sneaky team, honestly. I don't think anybody would have thought going into week nine that the Seattle Seahawks be number one in that division with the talent the 49ers have, with the talent the Cardinals have, and with the talent the Rams have. You wouldn't think Seattle would be in first place. They were the weak link. And obviously, when it comes down to the quarterback position, too, when you had Kyler Murray, Matthew Stafford coming off a Super Bowl last year, and Jimmy G, and you have Geno Smith. You wouldn't think Geno Smith's in first place, but he is. Got to give the guy credit. He's looked good this year, honestly. Even against some good teams, he's looked really good. Against a, a really good Giants defense, he played good. He played good. Gotta give the guy a lot of credit. Really do. And the Cardinals right here, you want to talk about a team that's really underperformed, honestly, being three and five. They could have very much beaten the Vikings, and you know, I gotta agree with DeAndre Hopkins how there was no helmet to helmet call on him. Because you look at it, it's blatantly obvious. It was I mean, Jesus Christ. Helmet to helmet, it was crazy. I don't know how it wasn't called, but you know, it is what it is. I mean, Hopkins has looked pretty good since he's come back, ever since he got you know suspended for PEDs. First two games since he's been back against New Orleans and Minnesota, he's looked good. And those are two fairly good defense odds because New Orleans defense really isn't that bad. Minnesota, I mean, Minnesota's defense is pretty good. But um, going to this game right here, I mean, the Cardinals season's almost on the line in this game. I should say almost. It really is. You need this game. You need this game right here for Arizona. I mean, you need it for Seattle, too, because you want to keep your lead, obviously, in this division. But, I mean, I honestly think Pete Carroll could win Coach of the Year, honestly, if the Seahawks go to the playoffs. With Geno Smith as, as your quarterback and you go to the playoffs, you deserve Coach of the Year. And the Seahawks, let's not take away what their defense has done either. Their defense is still very good. Not the Legion of Boom kind of defense, but they're still very good. And a lot of people thought Pete Carroll was done as a head coach. I don't think he's done just yet, honestly. I don't think he is. He's, he's great. He really is. So with this game right here, this NFC West battle, I got the Seattle Seahawks riding high with a win in Arizona. They'll be 6-3 and three here in the NFC West. Next game right here, we have the L.A. Rams and the Tampa Buccaneers, a rematch of the divisional round game back in January. Let's talk about this one. Let's talk about this one. So the L.A. Rams, Tampa Buccaneers, when this game was put on the schedule, I was looking forward to it the most, honestly. I really was. I'm being completely honest. I was really looking forward to it the most. You know, because... Anytime the Rams have played the Bucks since Brady's been there, the Rams have owned them. Owned them. And that playoff game back in January, that game was good. Bucks almost came back and won that game. They fell short, though. 
It was still a great game, though. I'm not going to lie. It was still a great game. Um, I was looking forward to it because with, with the talent the Rams have and still with the talent the Bucks have, I thought, all right, you know, both these teams will probably be in first place going into this game. It'll be the best game of the week. You got a 3-4 and four and 3-5 and five team in this game. The Rams at 3-4 and four and the Bucks at 3-5. and five. Neither team's in first place. Unreal. Who would have thought that, though? Who would have thought going into this game, Seattle will be in first in the NFC West? And the Falcons will be at first in the NFC South. I mean, things could change after this week. Things could very much change. Well, not for the NFC West. If Seattle loses, then, yeah, they'd be 5-4. and four. They'd still be in first place because the 49ers don't play. The Rams, if they win, they'll be 4-4. Four and four. Let's say Arizona wins their 4-5. So Seattle would still get first place. With the Bucks, though, if everything goes their way, they could get first place back. Because they got the advantage over Atlanta. So there you have it. Um... It's make or break, though, for both teams, though. It's definitely make or break. I mean, I think even if Tampa loses this game, their chances are still kind of high in winning the NFC South because it's still not good, obviously. Um, but the Rams, I would say, they lose this game. I think their season's done. The Bucks, not really, honestly. You could think that it is, but no, not yet. Not yet. With this game right here... I would hope that's very entertaining. I would hope that it is. I mean, the Rams have been lackluster this year, and so have the Bucks. Honestly, I mean, grand, you could say, well, Brady's older and stuff. Yeah, I get it. Well, then, uh, you know, what do you want me to say? With the Rams, they really have suffered from that Super Bowl hangover, man. They really have. I thought after the bye week, they would be a little bit stronger. Not really. Not really, honestly. 49ers just own them in the regular season. Not the championship game back in January, but they still own them in the regular season. But this game right here, though, I still can't do it. I still can't bet against him. I can't. I know if I bet against Brady, then things are going to change. So, who do the Bucks have next after this game? Let me take a quick look. Let me see. They got the Seahawks next. Ugh, yikes. It's a little bit harder for them right there, honestly. The first place Seahawks team. With this game right here... I can't bet against Brady. I'm sorry. I got to go with the Tampa Buccaneers. I can't bet against him. I know the Rams have owned the Bucs in the regular season, but I think the Bucs, I think they turn around, honestly, and they get a big win in L- against, not to, in LA, against LA, I meant to say, at home. Sorry. But now let's get to our Sunday night game right here. Two five and two teams. We have the Tennessee Titans and the Kansas City Chiefs. Titans in first place in the AFC South. Chiefs first place in the AFC West. So the Titans, I'm not sure who's going to be starting a QB this Sunday, whether it's going to be Tannehill or Malik Wilkes. And Malik only threw, I think, like 50 yards back on Sunday against the Texans. I think like 55 yards or whatever it was. I mean, the fact that the Titans still won that game, well, we all know why, because Derrick Henry, of course. You know, the fact that they still won that game is actually a little bit crazy, honestly. I will admit that. I will definitely admit that. But, um... We'll see, though. We'll definitely see. For the Chiefs right here... With the Chiefs in this game, they're coming off beating the 49ers two weeks ago. They did the bye week in week eight. That was a really good game against San Francisco, though. It really was. And they did add Kadarius Tony 
They did add Kadarius Tony. I mean, he could basically be their Tyreek Hill 2.0, but I don't know what to say about Kadarius Tony. Like, I don't know if he was legitimately hurt with the Giants because it was kind of weird to see a 6-1 Giants team get rid of, you know, a speed threat Kadarius Tony. So I guess that kind of tells you maybe he was a cancer in the locker room. Who knows? Because who knows when he probably goes to Kansas City, he'll magically be healthy. Who the fuck knows, honestly. But if he wants to play, he could be a really good weapon. He could beat Tyreek Hill 2.0 for Patrick Mahomes. I don't think he's going to play this Sunday. But, and listen, I thought the Chiefs were going to regress this year. I didn't think they'd be 5-2 at this point. I honestly thought any other team in the AFC West would be in first place. I didn't think they would be. I thought they were going to regress. After losing Tyreek Hill, they have not regressed at all. Mahomes is stronger than ever. Team is still good. The team is still good. I don't know why I thought they would regress. I thought you get you get rid of Mahomes, one of his biggest weapons. I thought ah they'll regress a little bit. They they just haven't. They're still a very strong football team, man. They really are. So this game right here, I don't expect much out of the Titans' offense other than Derrick Henry. And again, I will say this, like I've always said, if you can't contain Derrick Henry, you're not going to win. The Chiefs have done that though before. They've done it before. They've done it before. They've been able to contain Derrick Henry multiple times so if they contain him they'll win this game if they don't the Titans are going to beat them and that would be something though for the Titans to get a big win on prime time against the Chiefs that would be huge for them and if this kid Malik is playing he's got a huge chance to shine Jamoma kid take the ball and run with it ball's in your court now what are you going to do that's all I'm going to say Titans could surprise the Chiefs but in the end the Chiefs are the better team they are the better team, and I'm going to go with the Kansas City Chiefs to win this game. Now getting to our last game right here on Monday Night Football. We have the Baltimore Ravens and the New Orleans Saints. So the Ravens here, after losing to the Giants, have bounced back in a big way with two straight wins, both on prime time against the uh, the Bengals and against the Bucs. And now this is the third straight prime time game. So prime time Ravens, man. They've been really good the last two weeks. You know, it was a close one. Both games have been close, though. Both games have been close. But in the end, the Ravens got their wins. I think this game should be fairly, not like a blowout, but the Ravens should not let the Saints hang around in this game. They should not let the Saints hang around in this game, honestly. They just shouldn't. And I will say this, though. Lamar Jackson, man, I know it's the obvious. He deserves to be fucking paid. He deserves a big fucking contract. He does. He deserves the big money. You know, this is a kid right here who was told that he should change his position from quarterback to wide receiver before the 2018 draft. And this is a kid that's taking the league by storm. Won the NFL MVP in 2019. Here's the thing about Lamar, though. Here's the thing about Lamar. The one flaw that he has right here, his arm has gotten better. His arm has gotten better over the years. The one flaw that Lamar has in his NFL, in his NFL career, he hasn't won in the playoffs. Other than one game against the Titans in the wild card game in 2021 of last year in January. That's the only playoff win that he has. You know, three out of his four seasons, in three out of his four seasons, he has been to the playoffs. They didn't make it last year. They're going to make it this year, though. That's the one That's the one hurdle right here Lamar has to overcome. Or the one obstacle he has to hurdle over, I meant to say. Excuse me on that one. That's the one obstacle he has to overcome, and that's win in the playoffs. Again, he does have a, play, he does have a playoff win. He does have a playoff win. Not, I'm not taking that away from him. But he's got to play like he does in the regular season. Or else they're not going to win. Maybe he's not a playoff quarterback. 
that could be the thing. Maybe that's true. Hopefully things do change. I want to see the, I want to see the Ravens go deep, honestly. With the talent of Lamar Jackson, I want to see him go deep. And I honestly, I honestly don't think he's going to leave Baltimore. I think he's going to stay. I can't see him in another jersey. I just can't. I think the Ravens would be fucking stupid not to pay him. If you don't pay him, I don't know what to say. You let him walk? I just don't know what to say on that one, honestly. I really don't know what I'll say. I, I honestly don't know. I honestly don't know. You might as well just blow up the franchise, honestly, and just sell the team if you do that. You've got to pay this kid. you got to. He fucking deserves it, man. He does. He absolutely does. He, does, he deserves a boatload of money coming his way. And the you know, Saints right here, you know, they're coming off uh, beating the Raiders, shutting them out. They ain't going to shut out Baltimore. Let's just put that out there. They ain't going to shut out Baltimore. So with this game right here, I think Lamar is going to prove to everybody once again why he deserves to get paid. And here's the thing about Lamar. He does play really good on primetime. He really does. That's one thing I've noticed. He does play good on primetime. That's, that's a good thing right there. A primetime quarterback that can win or a QB that can win on primetime. That's big right there. That's big. But again, the one flaw that he does have, it just, it's in the playoffs. He hasn't played up to far in the playoffs. Even in, the, even in that game against the Titans that they won, he still didn't play all that good. He really didn't. The Ravens' defense was, was good in that game. Him, not really. That's the one thing he's got to do come playoff time. He's got to be ready to fucking go here and be that elite quarterback because he is an elite quarterback. If you don't think that, then I don't know what game you're watching, honestly. Let's just be real. But with the last game of the week right here, I got the Ravens beating the Saints. Now let's break down all the games right here. Eagles versus Texans, I have the Eagles. Chargers versus Falcons, I have the Chargers. Dolphins versus Bears, I have the Dolphins. Panthers versus Bengals, I have the Bengals. Packers versus Lions, I have the Packers. Colts versus Patriots, I have the Patriots. Bills versus Jets, I have the Bills. Vikings versus Commanders, I have the Vikings. Raiders versus Jaguars, I have the Raiders. Seahawks versus Cardinals, I have the Seahawks. Rams versus Bucks, I have the Bucks. Titans versus Chiefs, I have the Chiefs. And Ravens versus Saints, I have the Ravens. All right, guys. I hope you guys enjoy this episode right here. And I actually will talk to you guys again tomorrow. We're going to talk some basketball tomorrow. And I think you guys who know me very well, you know what I'm going to be talking about. So I hope you guys enjoy the rest of your day. Enjoy this episode. And I will talk to you guys tomorrow.